Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome and maximum TEE at yahoo.com. The Pirkeovas Treasury, Season 2 of the PAL, 415. Dala Tedvav again on the horizon. We have about two and a little bit prakim left. And then, God willing, when we come back for season three, Amir Tashem Neder, we're going to use a different commentary. We have an idea in mind. Stay tuned. Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua, Omer Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua said, Let the honor of your student be as dear to you as your own, and the honor of your colleague as the reverence for your teacher. And the reverence for your teacher as the reverence for heaven. All about honor. Honor, 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 honor others, and then you will be honored, as we talked about earlier. Rabbi Lazar ben Shemuel was a fourth-generation Tanam, and one of the five students, Rabbi Kiva, who was ordained by Rabbi Huda ben Baba after their mentor was tortured to death. Rabbi Huda Nasi was among his most prominent disciples and often reports events that occurred while he studied under Rabbi Lazar. Siyavamos and Yoma, a popular teacher who loved his students deeply, Rabbi Lazar was always surrounded by many disciples who filled the study hall. Let your honor of your student be as dear to you as your own, since you, as a teacher, have a share in your student's accomplishment. His honor is actually yours. You should therefore cherish your student's prestige as if it were your own. At the bottom, grooming for the future. Rambam in Hilchos Torah teaches that while generally one may not show honor to a student in the presence of his teacher, is permitted if the teacher is accustomed to demonstrate honor for the student. This practice often takes the form of the teacher assigning some of his duties or roles to the student. With shrewd judgment, the teacher can assess when the student is ready for the responsibility and honor him with an assignment at which he can succeed. Rav Yisrael Belsky relates that one day after dominating, someone approached Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky with halachic question from the She'ela. Asha'ela. Rav Yaakov nodded in the direction of Rav Elsky and said, He'll answer your Shaila, but Rav Belsky had trained rigorously in Rav Yaakov's method, but until that moment, it had never occurred to him that he was ready to rule on such a matter. With this show of honor, Rav Yaakov, always the consummate educator, gave his student the confidence to succeed. Rav Yonah's version of the Mishnah reads, Let the honor of your student be as dear to you as the honor of your colleague. Clearly, the Mishnah does not call upon a teacher to grant his students as much honor as he does his colleagues. Rather, one should not diminish in any way from the honor his students deserve, just as he honors his colleagues according to what they deserve. And Rav, in Avos Raymond Nussan that he quotes, teaches that the obligation to honor students is derived from the way Moshe addressed Yehoshua concerning the battle strategy against Amalek. Let us choose men. As Exodus shows, Moses did not say, choose men for me. Rather, he spoke to Joshua as an equal, even though Joshua was his student. Just as students must honor their teachers, so teachers should honor their students and develop a close relationship with them. One must take extreme care with his disciples and love them, for they are his children who give him pleasure in this world and the world to come from Ramam HaLchos Talmud Torah. Maybe that's a way, a key, a hint, an idea, how nowadays we can get some more respect back into children. There's a big problem in the schools that a lot of kids don't listen. They don't want to be involved or don't want anything. But if the 
teachers and the rabim, and everybody gives them the respect that they want and that they deserve, then they could be seen as not just kids that are spe- that are spoken to in a derogatory manner, God forbid, but kids that are actually shown respect, and then they can feel the warmth and the love, and that they respect, and they can respond in kind and respect and love, and and deal well with their teachers and their mentors. At the bottom sense of proportion, a great rabbi who was about to be installed as Rav of an important Jewish community went into his room and closed the door behind him to their surprise and chagrin. The people in the house overheard him speaking eloquently and enthusiastically about his own greatness. When they inquired later, he explained, when the ceremonies begin, the speakers will make exaggerated statements about my prowess and learning and piety. I want to be sure not to let these compliments go to my head, so I spend some time praising myself, just as my own compliments are meaningless, so I'll remember that I should not take their compliments seriously." The honor of your colleague is the reverence for your teacher. This principle is derived from Aaron, who called his younger brother Moshe my master. The Talmud relates that the scholars of Babylonia would stand up for each other and would tear their clothes in mourning when a colleague died. Since they studied together and benefited from each other's wisdom, each viewed his colleagues as his teachers from Medrash According to Teferis Yisrael, the Mishnah teaches the attitude one must maintain toward an adversary in an argument over a Torah topic. While one has an obligation only to honor a student, but need not yield to his opinion, he should be more flexible and accepting regarding the opinion of a colleague. Unless it is clear that his opinion is mistaken, one should never flippantly reject the position of his colleague, just as he certainly would never reject that of his teacher. Reverence of teacher, like reverence for heaven, the Torah teaches, Es Hashem Hashem your God. You shall fear. From Deuteronomy, Rabbi Kiva interprets the extra word S as indicating the Torah scholars are to be feared along with God. See, Baba Kama, God has placed the reverence of scholars on the same plane as reverence for Himself because one achieves life in the world to come through the teachings of the scholars. His principles derived from the biblical episode in which Yoshua suspected Eldon and made out of disrespect and insubordination towards Moshe from Numbers. He said that they deserve to die since revolt against the teacher of Israel is tantamount to revolt against God. The Talmud details the specific forms this reverence must take. Some of them are one may not sit or stand in the place that the scholar generally occupies, nor may he contradict his words. From Kedushan, the relationship between fear of God and reverence for teachers is reciprocal. One who possesses strong feelings of Yerushmaim is enjoined to fear his teachers. One who reveres his mentors should transfer that feeling to his relationship with God. From Benayas Barama, Ruach Haim connects all the phases of the mission through a reality of human nature. Since man's instinct Instinct is to degrade those who are on a higher spiritual plane that is necessary for him to compensate by over-honoring others. Thus, a student who is actually of a lower standing than you should be treated like a colleague, while a colleague who is equal to you should be treated as a superior, and a teacher who is truly superior should be revered along with God. Some interesting things, as always, from Picayalus. And join us next time as we talk about being meticulous in study because carelessness could be doomed, God forbid here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.